Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, everyone out there. Kevin Patterson and Desiree Lecha Carabas. The other Carabas. Who has our drubbers, but not for none others. But anywho, <laughs> <laughs> we are P4P, and we are also Midwest Muscles. And we are also in your earlobes, obviously, because you're listening to us. Yes. And we feel yeah. quite pleased with this. Yes. Hello, Devaroy. I'm going to steal this little spiel, and we're going to go with it. You ready? Okay, here we go. Uh, if, if you have some stuff, and you're lacking some stuff, and you say, hey, I need some good supplements. Hey, yeah. And I also want to stay a natural athlete. Yeah, it's third-party tested. Supplements, yeah, they seem to keep us from getting uh, bad drug tests, and that's what we want. That's what we all want, right? 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 Yeah, that's what I want. And if you need something and also a vehicle to draw, yeah, gaze like what? That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> P4PMuscle.com and now let's chit chat with a banter. Hello, 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 that's all right. Was that a little hairball? <laughs> what did we have going on over there? I'm, I'm laid in between two pups and uh, <laughs> I was just playing with them. Oh, shoot. That was comedy right there, I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. It's better now. It's better now. And you know what's better now? I tell you what. I don't even know what's better now, but we had a Mo Better time this weekend at the Minnesota Mayhem. Huge. There's some There's some better going on. Um, it, you know, it, the Minnesota mayhem has been rocking the charts since it started about six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Very first show six years ago. And it was the buzz of all the athletes then. And it was still the buzz. Now history, I tell you what folks, history was made over this weekend. And, um, and you're probably saying, well, what? how, Desiree, how was history made? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell, tell you, this weekend, <laughs> Mayhem Productions awarded $10,000 wow. to the Pro Bikini Champion. And we're going to walk through the results, so we're going to let you know who that champion was. We're going to T-walk through it. seen it we're on social media. We're going to T-Rex walk, T-Walk right through it. But that has never been done before. And Ever. An, another known fact, maybe folks know this, maybe they don't, but Mayhem Production has also had the largest pro-female payout ever when they awarded an $8,000 check last year to a pro-bodybuilding champ. So, yes. I mean, not only are they leading the way in – you I think know, it was Stephanie the top Mackey, 
you know, you're challenging my memory, and I am not sure. I just know that that's what the amount was at this point and that it was Mayhem Productions that did it. And it's never been done before or since then. And we will see if the $10,000 payout for Bikini will happen ever again either. But it happened. We were there. We saw it. We were part of the judging process. And let me tell you what a judging process was. Oh, my gosh. History in the making. Everybody showed up to compete. I tell you what. I tell you what. Hey, hey Dad, can I throw a little uh, nugget in there? Throw a nugget, Kaylin. Chuck it. I... With the show of that caliber, there was one person I thought for sure would show up, uh, Richie Lopez, because he loves that kind of competition. He loves that kind of carrying on. And I had asked him, so I know people had messaged me and say, you know, said with him being on such a tear this year and finishing off last year in, in such a big and grand, or grand way, why uh, wasn't he there? And so I messaged him. I, I reached out and I said, hey, you know, the, the guys and the ladies are asking, you know, why you failed to show up. And I have the best reason why you don't show up to a show. His his godchild was having her first birthday. And he wanted oh, to make sure yeah. you. You can't miss that. You can't do it. You can't, you can't do it. You got to be so, there. So, so for the people who thought he had overlooked that show, he had not. It had been marked on the calendar. But then when he checked again, he noticed that there was a family event happening, and he had to be there. And I think that's awesome. So, Richie, you know, congrats to you. Much respect, brother, for keeping your priorities. But we did miss you. And hopefully next year we'll be able to see everybody on stage like we did this year. No doubt, no doubt. And I, you know, I think if things open up, hopefully, we'll see how 2020 rocks and how it rolls, but next year could be a banner year for competitors just because of all the crazy. No pun intended. No pun intended. So we're going to see what happens. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't throw out also that yes, $20,000 total. And, you know, I don't want to be remiss, Kaylin. I don't want to I do don't that. I don't want to so be I, remiss either. No. So I have to share this. I have to share this. That $20,000 paid out total Say to what? the pro. Say what? 20000 Yep. 10000 of that went to Bikini. Okay. We cleared that. But 20000 total was paid out to all the pros. And that's not counting the swords, huge swords, lots of hardware, big medals. I mean, it was all there. It was if you won, you got there. a lot to take home. I'll tell you that. Goodness, you gracious. got a lot to take home. And and through it all, and you can still hear the playback. Um, yes, head yes, judge can. Mike Superhuman Newman was given his commentary throughout the whole process. So you could hear play-by-play on every single athlete as it was happening. If you didn't uh, take part in the uh, live stream on Saturday, you can go back and hear it play-by-play from Mike Newman himself, the head judge, and uh, take it from there. But well, uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold oh. on. You always put me no, on well, hold. You, you mentioned his, you mentioned Mike Newman's name, so I, I got to throw this out there. Uh, soon after our podcast ends, uh, he's doing a play-by-play breakdown 
of the, the, the results and the competitors. So if you don't, I mean, if you weren't there and you weren't able to watch it live and you want to get the snippet tidbits of what, when, where, and why the athletes won or didn't win, he's going to be doing a breakdown of that, about the head judge and all the judging panel. And I, I can tell you right now that he was very happy that uh, when he was looking at the results that we were very close in comparison. And he said that's one of the first times this year or any other year where the, the judging panel has been pretty much smacked dead on with their with their uh, choices and who was doing what. So I, I guess all of us did our criteria. We did our homework and research. And uh, thankfully, the athletes weren't stripped of something they should have been rewarded and didn't make. And there you have it. And there you have it. So so let's get started because we're going to roll through yeah, as much as we can. Let's do that. Play by play per se, as uh, Mike Newman will do, but it's going to be a breakdown as only Des and Kaylin can do. And I'm yes. hey. Because we were part of that judging panel as well. Yeah. We were part of that judging panel, and it was, it was tough. I, I wasn't too happy that she got set all the way at the other end, but, you know, considering with the regulations and uh, restrictions, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make that show happen. Yes, instead of sitting, you know, at a ta- a judging table, each judge had their own table. So we were all spread out across the uh the the stage, but Leaf who was who was uh, commentating or hosting the show, if you will, um did a good job of moving all the athletes around so that each side got a good view. But yeah, it was a little different. I wondered how a- that was going to work, but it did. It did work. Uh, thank God for good stage lighting. I'll definitely say that because it would have been horrific had it been, you know, with, with poor stage lighting, with the spacing that the judges had to be put upon. You know, like like we said, that you know, we're living in a different time, so there's regulations and restrictions that have to be implemented to, to you know, and, and implement the safety of all the athletes. And it was – I was one of the first things I thought about when I saw that spacing because we basically covered the stage like the uh, the athletes did, and we had some large numbers on stage as well. Yeah, we sure did. So let's go ahead and start with that and kick this off on the pro end. So let's go ahead and start with pro bikini because that's where all the hubbub-bub was. All the, you know, there's always we interviewed the, the winner around the pros. But you know what? I'm going to start with number five because – we're going to recap the top five, and uh, we'll work off. We will we'll work, work our way to. Let me say there were fourteen bikini pros in this show, and they all came to compete. You know, sometimes you get a pro that shows up, and their conditioning's not on the mark. You can tell they just weren't quite ready to compete, but they jumped in the show. But not, I mean, not on this stage. I mean, every athlete was ready to go. Now, I can't say that every athlete was ready to hit the mark for INBA, PNBA criteria, but any athlete on that stage across any organization would have performed well. There were some bodies better suited for other organizations, but they were still ready to compete. And that's just a long answer. You know, for the INBA... In particular, they look for a glute hamstring tie-in, which is not mm-hmm. the case across organizations and their criteria. And then they definitely want to see, you know, ab definition, 
which is also not the criteria, not necessarily part of the criteria across all organizations. So that's just an example of very two specific things that we were looking for. Um, so, you know, sometimes in this instance, you definitely want to make sure that you had that level of muscular development, but not all organizations require it. So that's what I'm talking about when I say the competitors are ready to compete, but, you know, not necessarily to the exact level that the IMBA PNBA was looking for, but they were there. They looked great. 14, I, you know, I, every judge was just like on pins and needles waiting for this category because, you know, you never want to, um, you know, quote unquote, get it wrong. I, I hate to use that terminology, but, you know, you want to be on the mark regardless of the class or the number of people in it. But with $10,000 on the line for one person, you definitely wanted to be on the mark. And so we were just like, oh, my gosh. Woo! How's this going to go down? Nerve-wracking. It, Nerve-wracking. All right. So fifth place went to, congratulations to Brittany Anderson. Fourth place, Lacey Oki. Third place, Alana Kuhlman. We've been hearing a lot about her lately. She's actually competed mm-hmm. quite a few times considering this year. Uh, second place went to Priscilla Garza. And first place went to who, Kaylin Patterson? Misty Weatherford. Yes. Misty Weatherford came in and um, in true Misty style, she was, she yes. was right there, right in the mix. Um, you fit the criteria it, perfectly. Fit the criteria perfectly, and it was just really close. It was really close. It's oh, and yeah. it's not. Oh yeah. He walked away like a huge point gap. You know that wasn't Priscilla necessarily the looked case. Amazing. Yep. She and her grin, it is three dimensional, and I say that in the nicest way. She has a three-dimensional grin that matches her style, her, her her work. Everything fit together on that girl, and she worked it. I mean, she we we had some work on our hands. Let me tell you. Yeah, I mean, and it was just really, you know, well, back and forth. They split the girls up into um, groups. Look at, and then we had the first call out that we had to work through, and then we were working through the second call out, and it was just, you know, just when it comes down to it, um, you know, some of the nitpicky criteria that really helped top five stand out, um, and just a little more conditioning than some athletes had. But really, it was it was not like leaps and bounds different. But it was not easy. And that, you know, so many pros, so many talented pros, it really was nitpicky time. It really was nitpicky time. But, you know, I, I, I think I'm thankful for the judges' meeting that we had prior to the show, and we were all basically let known, get it right. No matter how long it takes, get it right. And I, I think that's a big relief for a judging panel, knowing they're not rushed or stressed to make the decision. And, and the way it was broken down to make sure that we had the right five, we make sure we had the right lineup, making sure we had the right uh, 
person that won. It was a it was a, basically a process, and it wasn't rushed. We weren't stressed for it. We were given that time from beginning to end. It's not like we were given the time, and then suddenly, because of time constraints, we had to hurry up and make a decision. None of that took place, and I thank God for it because, like you said, the last thing you want to do is screw it up when you have that kind of payout on the line. No one, no one wants to get it wrong when you have that kind of payout. Everyone wants to be on point, and I, I thank God that we were given the time to do that. So big shout-out to uh, Mike Newman and big shout-out to Lee, Lee Anderson and all the extraditors and everybody else that made that happen because it, it, it was definitely a process, and it did take some time. Yes, and I'm glad you mentioned the extraditors because they did a fantastic job. Athletes to be. They got on stage, on stage and uh, knew where to be. So the extraditors, uh, Jack Halverson and the whole team, they did a great job. So hats off to them. Uh, so, yeah. Fifth place, congratulations to Grant. Third place, good no. Second place, Emily Akins. And first place, Kalen Patterson went to. I have no idea. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can go ahead with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I know because that that's that uh, she she's been doing she's been dominating. She has been dominating, yeah. and uh, this uh, this these these shows really and and she had some health issues prior to that. I remember the yeah. kid that broke his uh, arm the the at the last Grand Rapids show, and it's always something you never know. You never know what it takes to get somebody to stage, and she had a, a health scare, ended up in the hospital for a, a couple of days and really didn't know what she could do as far as lifting, as far as, uh, you know, being prepared. Just lifting or anything like that. It was basically had to go into peak week just managing her food. Very little yes. exercise. So whoever says diet isn't important, you lie. Because she got up there and, and she, oh, posing is not easy. Dad, you know it, I know it. And when you have basically uh, food and health restrictions to not even be able to practice like you want, oh, my goodness, I can't even imagine uh, the stress that does on a body, much less uh, anything else. But she, she found a way and she pulled out that win, and congratulations to her. Yep. If uh, if Misty Weatherford is the current standard for pro bikini, I would say Courtney Spaeth is the standard for pro bikini in the U.S. right now. I, I would make bikini. that. Or I'm sorry for pro figure. <laughs> I still have stuck on Misty Weatherford. That ten thousand dollars has her head spinning, and it mine as well. It it, it is. It, yeah, it, we watched history, and I mean we were part of it. And, you know, hopefully people understand that natural athletes are, are, are making a stand and, and we have the foundation to make it all work correctly. So, the, Courtney, yep. congratulations. Misty, congratulations. And let's go with the next group. Yep. I would say Courtney's standard for pro figure. And uh, we'll have to see. Go. I mean, in the next group, here you go. We have pro classic figure. Third place went to Tara Nowak. Second to mm-hmm. Larique. And then third place, not third place, first place, because I was thinking about our third place classic figure winner, but first place again went to Courtney Spitz. 
And yeah. if you remember, I like those suits. Classic figure requires a full body suit. It's not a two piece. You can still very much see the frame, but it is a one piece suit and it's very beautiful and I do. I'm a fan of it. I love it. Now yes. the the reason I was thinking about Tara Nowak in third place is because she earned her pro card in classic figure at this show mm-hmm. and then yes. up and competed and made her pro debut. So that's why I was a little tongue tied there, but yeah. So uh, Tara, you know, we've seen that a lot this year. But in the PNBA, that it, it's 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 really working well for the people who came in looking their absolutely very best, and then you know instead of waiting four or five months to see how they look or maybe ruining their diet, they say I got a shot, I'm taking it. So it, it's it's nice to see. That you know that caliber of athlete is still ready to do it because you know, Des, I don't know if you remember, but I remember quite well where you know somewhere between prejudging and 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 the night show, people would basically go eat whatever the heck they wanted, and then come out looking like a train wreck for the night show and sometimes lose the overall because they looked an absolute hot mess. And now we yep. see where people are are having the proper diets and proper dieting where they can maintain their look all day. And so I think that's a big step up for a natural athlete and natural competitors to be able to maintain themselves for the duration of the day instead of basically making it through prejudging, becoming a hot mess, and not being recognizable as a winner by the time the night show started. So I, I think that's a big step up with the coaches. Big, you know, Big shout out to them. Uh, coaches and nutritionists for basically taking care of our athletes enough to where that struggle isn't so much a struggle anymore. It's just basically maintaining yourself for the rest of the day and sometimes into the night, even at the, you know, at the uh, after party, they're still basically keeping their numbers because it's a part of who they are. It's no longer basically whittling yourself down to nothing, stepping on stage and then packing it all back on what they used to call bulking back in the day. Yep, without a doubt. Yep, exactly. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, Pro Women's Physique, Michaela Paramacki, first place. Congratulations to her. I would have uh, I would have loved to see more ladies in that category, but she represented well, and I have no doubt would have finished still very strong had there been more, mm-hmm. more gals. Uh, for women's physique, but glad to see her. She looks phenomenal. I look forward to seeing her more in the future. Pro men's bodybuilding, fifth place went to Demir Fisher. Fourth place, Brian Kramer. Third place, Craig Baxter. Second place, Greg Lorzell. Place, Oladele Akano. I think I've got that pretty darn Yeah, good. you got it right. Okay, very good. And, um, you know, it's, I mean, just an awesome group, an awesome group to watch. Um, They went out there and threw down. Craig Baxter, who took third place, he was another individual that um, earned his pro card at the Mayhem and then decided to throw his hat in the ring for his pro debut, and he came out in third place. So, and I, you know, and I was a little concerned because by the time that the pros got on stage, I, you know, I thought he's just going to be worn down. Right. Just worn 
And I wasn't quite sure how his posing would held up, but he got out there. He got out there and did his thing. A master's competitor, by the way. Yes. Yep. And that's Don't want to overlook that. Yes. Mm-hmm. He did very well yep. in, in the amateur ranks and uh, held his own on stage with the pros. Um, really happy to see that. I mean, I, I, I just kept fast, being fascinated about the, the master's classes male and female that represented. And I, I, of course, I have an interest in it because Des and I love watching the Masters hold their own because we represent that group as well. So we're always proud of them. And it's good to see where you don't just – because I'm, I'm, I'm constantly seeing where they're saying, you know, because of the, the numbers not being as high as they were, and I, I'm still fascinated that they would use this year of all years to make that comparison. But then you have where because Oladele, the remarkable physique. I mean, he he wow. I was just gonna say um, when I got a chance here. I mean, he I mean he had the size and the conditioning and the yes. posing and finesse. I mean, really a hundred percent. Oh my goodness! Ooh, my goodness, his posing. Praise <laughs> God. <laughs> No doubt. And he is a, a prime example of what natural men's bodybuilding should be, is. Yes. And so, just fantastic job out of him. Out of all of them, you know, not just him, but, I mean, he, 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 was, he was first place, without a doubt, mm-hmm. in that show. Just everything, just like I said, yes. from the side, conditioning to the posing. I mean, it was just all there. It was a full package. You got yeah, anything posing. to add, uh, Just his, his posing, uh, of uh, his transitions. That honestly, he represents the pros well. I, I like mm-hmm. the work that he put in. And, and if anybody knows posing, it's not easy. And and certain times, it may, they make it look easy because they practice so often. They don't even consider it practice. They're just doing the muscle work. It kind of reminds me of Larry Montgomery to where he, he's working the muscle to make the pose look good, to make that pose stand out the way he wants to. And he'll work and work and work until he gets it right. Well, watching uh, Oladele do what he was doing, you could see where he put in that time, and he knew. I mean, he wasn't waiting to see if he got it right. He was letting the photographer get his picture he he was very comfortable on stage, and that's what you have to appreciate, especially with that size and that caliber type of show. And there you have it. Pro men's physique. Fifth place, congratulations to Greg Jennings. Fourth place, Naziah Kate. Third, Arius Norris. Second, Denario Moore. And first place went to Michael Wittig. Um, Naziah. In fourth place, yet another athlete that earned his pro card mm-hmm. mayhem, his pro debut at this show. So, I mean, there there weren't very many pro card earners that didn't step up to make their pro debut right. at this show, which I think they was exciting. They all did a phenomenal job in holding their own right out of the gates. And that's not always the case because we've talked about no. this in the past. Some athletes earn their pro card, and they need more time to develop. And some athletes are just ready to go. And they get up there and they make a splash. 
Well, I, I would say they, they made a tidal wave because they, these guys weren't getting around. <laughs> and, it's, and this was a tough class. A lot of muscle in this men's physique group, which you've come to expect. But just a yes. lot all around, very solid. I mean, I think there were probably at least two or three that could make that leap to men's bodybuilding if they wanted to. But now, Des, I, I got to bring this up because I got inundated, and that is a word, with a question that I felt we're going to have to address in the future, uh, not just you and I, but would y'all be quiet while I'm talking? So it, the thing that we have, we are told, and I, I agree with it because we're, we have to be held to the criteria that's presented to us so we can only judge what we judge off the criteria that we have. And one of the things that was brought up, this is, I'm not going to give names. It's not, it, it's not really a good point to do so. But it's about 17 either current athletes or ones that are looking into competing. And one of the things they have been stressing about is the size of the athlete in the uh, classic, I mean, men, men's physique. Mm-hmm. And they're saying if you can have someone like a Mikey Weiss win in bodybuilding because he's very small. Why? It does it cost against a larger size athlete and bodybuilding only holding the standard of, you know, basically whoever's out there can win, depending on how lean and shredded they look. Why does size matter in any other category? And I really had to ponder that before I responded. So I reached out to some of the promoters and I reached out to some of the um, uh, the organizational heads. I haven't heard back from them really giving me a definitive answer, but it is something that's going to have to be addressed because if, you know, you can be 120, 130 pounds and win bodybuilding overall as a pro, then why should it matter in any other category, your size, as long as you're basically holding up to the criteria and the posing that is demanded for that category? I'm not saying either or, but that is a valid question if that's going to be the case. I mean, but that's that's been the argument for how long now? Is it conditioning? Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying you you can't keep, you know, like, okay, here's the thing. If we're saying they're too big for a category, then Mm -hmm. someone has to be too small for bodybuilding. Mm, Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Because I agree, you know, if we're separating the categories, then let's separate them. But it shouldn't be a catch-all when it comes to bodybuilding if that's the foundation. Hmm. That is a good question, and I don't have a quite no, a no, valid... No, no one has an answer because right now we have to adhere to criteria. Yeah, because... and I get And what I said was there was a lot of muscle on the stage where they could start yes, to make make that jump, but that doesn't mean that they've made that, you know, made that jump mm-hmm. yet. But, you know, it, but that is true because you have some bikini girls that are quote unquote, you know, too big for bikini, too much muscle for bikini. So they should be figure or, you know, and keep moving up the line. Well, once you get to the top, why isn't there a too small? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how you measure that. 
because there are some bodies that just can't put on the same size as another frame exactly. can. So I, exactly. yep, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and, and so let's talk about the men's physique because I said they had a great deal of muscle, but was there mm-hmm. a point where it was straight bodybuilding and it was not? Don't get me wrong. They were yeah. lean, ready to go, but they didn't have the feathering and some of the other other criteria that you look for in a competitive bodybuilder. So they had good mm-hmm. size. They had conditioning, but they they didn't have the same um, – Attributes. attributes as a bodybuilder does. So there mm-hmm. is still a fine line there, but, you know, yes. to Kaylin's whatever else we're talking about, some are getting to the point where their physiques continue to grow. They got a decision yes. to make. They're, they're literally growing in the sport. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. So, uh, and, um, so Denario, good, you know, and then I know you are very smitten with him. He's a great athlete. He did really well. He did really well. Michael Wittig, I had not seen him as a pro before. I didn't know if you had or not, Caitlin, but oh, yeah. um, good job. Yeah, the Windy City Classic. He's on uh, I, one of our interviews. On one of our what? Interviews, Midwest Muscle Interviews. Michael Wittig. When was that? I interviewed him at the Windy City Classic when he won. Okay, so there you go. I wasn't at that show. So, good. So, no, you ma'am. do recall. And I believe oh, yes, Greg, Greg Jennings was, uh, if I have this correct, is he retired NFL player? Yes, he is. And so, he was making his pro debut at this show. So, I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of pun intended, out there on the stage. Um. Oh my gosh! Why? And I even heard this name, but I can't even remember. <laughs> I was supposed to say it. I should turn it over to you, Caleb, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that to you. But we are going to transition to uh, Pro Classic Physique. <laughs> we mm-hmm. have third place, Marcus Smith, Little John. Uh, second place went to Oladele. And uh, he earned his pro card in classic physique at this show, even yeah. though he was a bodybuilder. He tried out his hand at at classic physique, earned his pro card, came in second at pro class in the pro category. And then we have Abisa, I believe, Valadande Abisa Junior. Yeah, Abisa. Yes, he was quite the character. I enjoyed him oh, quite a bit. Phenomenal. I him. He couldn't. He was a little confused on the uh, victory pose. <laughs> yes. But he that got it pulled funny. together. He demonstrated that he knew what it was, so that's good. He was having a hard time hearing though too. Um, yeah. He was always like, what you know, but he now, got it okay. together. Let 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 let's say something because a lot of the audience was confused. Because sometimes our speaker was working perfectly, but the speaker projecting toward them was cutting in and out. So mm-hmm. I, you can't count that against the athlete. And I know that Leaf had said it several times, not to blame the athletes for the sound or any other issue that was happening. That fell on the promoter 
and what was supposed to happen in the venue prior. Now, before all of that, they, the microphone was working fine. But for some reason, the later the show went, we started having technical issues, and you can't stop the show to correct it because, you know, they even the people up in the sound booth for the music were having some issues. So, you know, if, if there's always going to be a knock against the show or, or the, the, the event or whatever, and they happen. God knows they happen. Nobody intends for it. Nobody wants it to happen. I can remember Brian McKay being super frustrated with everything that was going wrong with his show, and we had to calm him down because he said, you know, the athletes deserve better. Promoters don't do this with the understanding, you know, that they're going to be looked on as angels. They're considered devils with everybody who doesn't win first place. But the understanding is that you take care of and address them as best as you can and know how to do so. But that microphone was just grief, it seems, when, with, especially with the pros getting up there. You sure don't want them feeling disrespected. But there was just nothing he could do at that time. And when he kept hollering to the victory pros, it, you, we could hear him because we're sitting next to him. But uh, sometimes on stage they couldn't make out heads or tails what was going on. No, they couldn't. So, but he once he understood what was being asked for, he made sure to demonstrate that he knew that he knew what we were talking or what was being, you know, requested. And it was very sweet that when he was on stage uh, getting his photos as the pro winner, he brought his son up there to pose with mm-hmm. him. And I thought that was very. And that sweet. was beautiful. And then his son, uh, go his to son our whipped pictures. off his we shirt. Yep. And they uh, they took a muscle pose together, so there you have it. Now, our next category, I mean, this, it, it was special. Oh, this and is I, your girl. I had not seen that. Yep, Fiona Daniels your had girl. my heart. Now, we've seen special needs athletes compete before, but not necessarily in their own class. And I still, and I meant to get the backstory on how all of this came to be, but didn't didn't happen in a timely fashion. Um, hopefully, I'll have something to share on a future show. But Fiona Daniels, she was your special needs champion, and she competed in multiple categories. In fact, the first category we saw her in was the Angel Division, and she came out there in her little wheels with all the rest of the athletes, and she rocked it. And she did her turns. She, you know, did her, she had a routine, her tea walk, and she was just loving it out there, just loving it. And I was loving having her. Her her dad was so proud. He was so proud. And, you know, and the fact that they had her compete in, I think it was at least three categories. I mean, she had the special needs, and then she was in the angel division, and then she was also in bikini. I have yes. to go back and look, and maybe more than one. She, she was, was in bikini novice. Yep, and uh, and she just did a great job. And she had on, you know, she had her angel division suit, and then she had on her bikini posing suit. So she was there, ready to go, and absolutely loved it. So loved having her check out. Uh, Check out uh, Minnesota Mayhem and also Leith Anderson and probably the uh, Midwest Muscle page and check out some photos of Fiona, but loved having her up there. So while we're talking about the Angel Division, also 
this this place went to Ashley Couchter, and you know this was fun because all of the competitors. So the Angel Division is where they come out with their wings, and they all had different wings, different styles, different colors, different mm-hmm. accessories. I mean, they all really brought their own personality to the stage. And so that was fun to see. There was no one competitor that was exactly alike in their presentation on the stage. And uh, no. so Ashley Couchter, fifth place, congratulations. Kim Van Palen, fourth place. Third place to Christina Johnson. Second place to Alana Coleman. So she was there with her red wings. And first place went to Jennifer Nutter. And... Let me tell you about Jennifer Nutter. They said she was with Team Integrity, and I could have told you she was with Team Integrity before they even said that just by looking at her posing because she is a Misty Weatherford protege to a T. I've seen a lot of Misty's clients compete, and they're all very polished posing, but she has Misty style down to a T, and it showed. And I really feel that's what put her over the top in the age of the vision. I mean, her physique was phenomenal, no doubt, but uh, so was a lot of Coleman's. I mean, she was third in the um, in the huge pro bikini class, and here she came in second. And uh, Jennifer also earned her pro card in bikini open, but she did not choose to pop up to the pro stage and make her pro debut. And I would have really liked to have seen her do that because I think she would have done very well. Yes. I think she was tired. <laughs> they were on stage for too. a lot of Yeah. They yep. were on stage for a long time. And it, it's uh, it's really something when you can see that kind of work. And they make it look that easy. Like you said, you know, she she had her practice in. But after a while, it's just, taxing on that body, you know, and, and she was in uh, a couple of categories herself and, and on the amateur side. So when she got on the, the pro stage, I'm sure she might have said, you know, all right, I'm going to just uh, go with what I know. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And, you know, and maneuvering with those wings is not necessarily easy either because you're trying to balance. I mean, posing in and of itself it can be difficult when you're quarter turning, but then quarter turning with wings uh, that are pretty much three-quarters of your body size. Some of them were. I mean, and uh, Jennifer Nutter's wings and Alana Coleman's wings were, were very good size. So they did a great job, you know, showing poise and beauty in uh, in uh, the Angel Division. So that's, that is one of my favorites. This is one of the larger classes that I've seen, and I hope to see this category continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Women's Physique Open, second place, Dolores Elias, and first place, Nicole Goodenow. Um, both really strong, both really strong. Dolores, a lot of good muscle. Her conditioning, um, if it had just been a little bit tighter, this would have been an even tighter um, match, mm-hmm. I think. But yes. Nicole Goodenow, I mean, for goodness sake, she is strong. She is a strong competitor. Yes, indeed. I wholly yes, agree. In, yes, indeed. So she um, was, is trying her hand at women's physique um, category. If you recall, she was third place in the pro women's figure. So she's uh, she's looking at trying to broaden her horizons. 
And then get this, she also won the Women's Physique Masters 40-plus. So Nicole is also a Masters competitor. Yes. Masters represented at this show, right? Really, really good. Yes. Masters represent. And then uh, so Terry Nowak, she was third in our pro classic figure um, stage, and she was first here on the amateurs. Um, Figure beginner. Congratulations. So if if you haven't been keeping up, I've crossed over from the pros into the amateurs, folks. And I know there's been a lot of crossover talk because we had so many amateurs compete on the pro stage after they earn their pro card. But we're uh, we're going to work our way through the amateurs as much as we can. And I don't even know if we're going to get to the bottom of this list because we have – how many athletes did we have total? Did you get that, uh, Kaylin? Oh, my goodness. Uh, it had to be close to 100. Uh, yes, so I, I was going to say at least that or a little bit over. So just I'm a sure lot of people showed that. I'm down. saying I, I'm going to keep a round figure of 100 because I know that they doubled the two other shows that had been going on that, that, that same weekend combined, and they had more than that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with 100 because I know they had more than that. Well, there you go. So... Figure beginner, third place went to Gina Barna, second to Amanda Tomzik, and first place to Rebecca Miller. So figure beginner oh is God. for athletes, or not just figure beginner, but the beginner Buzz category. Off. Yeah, no doubt, Rebecca Miller was. Um, for athletes that have never competed before. So this was Rebecca's ever. very first show. Ever. 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 Anywhere. And then we pop. Any Anywhere, any stage. And then we pop over to figure novice, and uh, we have to give it up for fifth place, Gina Barna, uh, fourth place to Amanda Tomzik, third to Dana Rodriguez, second to Chelsea Fields, and then first place, Rebecca Miller again. So there you have it. And then we pop over to figure open, fifth place, Congratulations to Dana Collin. We see Amanda Tomzek again in fourth. Dana Rodriguez in third. Second place to Chelsea Fields. And first place, you guessed it, Rebecca Miller. Rebecca Miller. Again. My goodness. And then we get My to goodness. figures Masters 40 plus. Third place, Where I'm Dana happy. Collins. Second place, Dana Rodriguez. And first place, who else? Rebecca Miller. So you have all the way from her very first show to beginner to novice to open and then in masters Rebecca Miller swept it all. Dana Collins took first place in figure masters fifty plus. Kalen wasn't joking when he said the masters were representing. No doubt. Yes. But no that bus which which was Rebecca Miller, my Goodness, I, I mean, I remember uh, looking over at Chrissy and saying, "This is the beginner class." I, I just, it you you would have never known. Very good in the posing, no. very good in the stage presence, smiling. Yep. I, she really enjoyed her time up there, and she had some time up there. Let me tell you, and just took home so much stuff. I mean, my goodness, yep. the goodie bags alone. So she had to have help getting her stuff off off uh, stage because she got tired, <laughs> you know, having to carry all this tools. No doubt. I mean, I don't even know how much wall space is going to be needed for so, so 
sports, but she had quite a few. She had quite a few. Uh, women's bodybuilding, Laurel Van Epperen run home with uh, first place in that sort for that category, so that's awesome. Sports model, here's a name we haven't seen in a while, or at least I haven't. Um, that's right. Well, yep, Heather Owens walked away with first place for sports model, so it was great seeing her again. And uh, Chelsea Fields, second place there. And actually, the Minnesota Mayhem, um, I competed against Heather, um, mm-hmm. how many years ago was that now? Five, maybe? Five years. And I remember, yep, at that show, she took first place, and uh, I I took third. Then she was blonde, and at this show, she was a brunette, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she just looks almost like a totally different person. But uh, she did really well, really well there in the uh, sports model category. Uh, Bikini beginner, third place went to Jessica Jackson. Second, Kelsey Duvall. And first place went to Hannah L. Afandi. Sorry, I had an extra D in there. Mm -hmm. Afandi. And she was another little gal that did extremely well. So she was a beginner. So remember that name, Hannah L. Afandi. And then we get to Bikini Novice. And uh, you see in fifth place, Kelsey Duvall. So we see that name again. Fourth place went to Alicia Webster. Third to Emily England. Second place, we have Hannah again. And then first place went to Brianna Ludman. Uh, Bikini Open Shorts, so that was Bikini Novice. So now we've seen Hannah in Beginner and Novice. Now we're going into Bikini Open Short. So three classes here. There wasn't overall. Fifth place went to Alicia Webster. Fourth place went to Katie Meaves, another gal I hadn't seen in a while. Last time I saw her, I believe, was in P4P Undefeated. Uh, third yep. place went to Keona Somers. Second place to Allie Fletcher, so this is Bikini Open Short. And first place went to Hannah L. Afandi. So here Hannah is taking Bikini Open Short. Then we move on to Bikini Open Tall. Fifth fifth place went to Jessica Jackson. Fourth to Ashley Kautzer. Third, Brianna Ludeman. Second place, Heather Owen. And then first place, Jennifer Nutter, who was our Angel Division winner. And here she's winning Open Tall. She was our overall champion, which earned her Mm -hmm. her pro card. And so Jennifer was having a heck of a day also. And then in Bikini Masters, we had Joanna. (laughs) Joanna. Jakubzik. There we go. You had that, Kaylin. And then yes. uh, third place went to Kim Van Palen, third or second to Brianna Ludman, and then first place the Bikini Masters went to Heather Owen. Um, we had a fantastic competitor, Gina Barna, and I know I'm trying, I'm rushing through these now, but I want to recognize all of our athletes. So, not as much conversation going on here, guys. Sorry about that, but you know what? You can tune in to uh, Mike Newman after this show and get all the conversation we weren't able to share. So you can catch it there. But Gina had a fantastic uh, journey. She had lost half of her body weight when she stepped on this stage. And in her words, it was only the beginning. Yep, she sure did. And she competed in the uh, amateur figure category, so we're going to hear more from her. Uh, Bodybuilding beginner. Adrian Zamonski, second place, and then Derek Vogel, first place. Novice, third place went to Hunter Kovetsky. 
second to Derek Vocal, and then first to Brian Kramer, who was in uh, the body, men's bodybuilding pro category. So that was novice. And then get we get used to the bodybuilding open. I get used to that name because here we go, because fifth place went to Adrian Zamonski, fourth to Hunter Kolveski, third to Derek Vocal, second to Michael McGuire, and then first place again, Brian Kramer, Bodybuilding Masters 40+, plus. second place went to Nicholas Mabo, first place to Brian Kramer. So Brian was on stage quite a bit, working it out, and then made it to the pro stage and finished third, his pro debut. Pretty awesome. And then we yes, had Bodybuilding Masters 50+, plus, and we had Steve Parkman. And I tell you what, Steve put on quite a show. He is a poser. <laughs> he loves posing. He was having such a good time out on that stage. Yes, he did. So, he he, yeah. he was ready to be up there. He reminded me of uh, your buddy at the Beaver Uh <laughs> He had he was yeah, full Francis. of energy. And he, he was ready to be there. Yes. He was ready to be up there and he, he was ready. And, uh, you know, the, the, the good stories, I mean, the good guys, usually have a backstory of a really bad situation. And, and he'd been through a lot, uh, especially, you know, the last year and then coming into this year with the COVID and all those issues. So it was nice to see him finish on stage because, you know, everybody doesn't have the same journey getting to stage. But I'm really happy when they can share, you know, all the hard work it takes because we, they make it look easy, but it's a lot of hard work. And, and, and you know, a lot of people – held their own up there, but he was ready to be up there, and he had lots of energy. I loved it. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Uh, Classic Physique Open. Going to move on there. Fifth place, Nicholas Mabo. Fourth place, Craig Baxter. And uh, (laughs) the results here have Nicholas Mabo listed as third place, too, but I don't think he could be fifth and third at the same time. So I think we got a little bit of a typo going on here. We'll have to figure that one out. And for the life yeah. of me, I'm not, I'm not going to remember off the top of my head. Uh, second place, Michael McGuire. And uh, first place went to Oladele. So he earned his pro card in this class. And, you know, this one, this one was a little, a little tough. Um, and Michael McGuire, I think that's going to be – he's a young athlete, and I think he's got a very bright future ahead of him. Work on his conditioning just a little bit, tighten it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was there because he had nice thighs. He had a smoothness to his posing. He deserved to be up Even there. To, I can take that right yes, now. Yes, he certainly did. He certainly did. So that was that was a fun one. Um Men's physique beginner, so that was classic physique, and I really enjoy. I'm going to pause a minute. I just really enjoy classic physique posing. I just really do. I uh, yeah. I don't I don't know how we lost that. How we lost that, and then just transitioned to men's just bodybuilding uh, posing. But I'm glad that it's making a comeback. Yes. All right, men's. All right. Very good. You know, Kaylin, you I I would like to see you try that category. I think you could I think you could do it. I think you're I'm, I'm more, I'm more bodybuilding. I, my transitions basically happen in the posing. 
but I'm more boxy in the posing because of uh, just my issue with uh, dyslexia. It's I, I've mm-hmm. I've missed a lot of posing uh, calls sometimes when my brain's not working right, and so I, I I respect all they do, but the the different transitions sometimes would get me and I'd be lost. I mean I would totally I'd be like our buddy and the on the pro side it would be like the microphone never worked for me. <laughs> oh well. I I don't know. I think I I've got a little more faith than you do. I think you could do it, but I respect your um, reasoning and why and why you don't. But I well, am a plus, fan. I am a fan. I love it. And, and uh, plus, getting getting back to that, oh, he he was there. He was there. But getting back to that dreaded uh, size. I mean, yeah, Oladele. He walked away with it. He was borderline, dude. I I yeah. don't know. I, yeah, you know, but you know, it, it's one of those where, like you said, if if that's what we had, I mean, you you can't knock him for doing everything else, and you know, everybody else yeah. represented for, for for sure, but he his yeah. posing, my goodness, I, I said, you know, for somebody that works like that and gets the poses right, I I can't count it against him because nobody showed up with. Uh, the other criteria fitting as well as he did because I mean if you have one yep. thing wrong, then you don't lose. I I, I can't and, and I know a lot of people will, especially with Des and I because we don't like the crossovers. I, I really wish they wouldn't let it happen, but because they you know in this show they did, you you got to go with the guy that best represents everything else. And if you have one knock against him, I'm saying you know if if, if I score every point but miss a layup. And you say, well, because you missed that layup, we got to go back and take the game from you. I just can't see that happening. And 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 it, I was, oh my goodness, let me tell you, because I said, wow, this guy's a bodybuilder as soon as he walked out there. But when he yep. did everything that was asked, everything else lined up well. This man's yep. posing is phenomenal, and his, and his transitions into it were great. And that uh, vacuum pose is, is is something to to watch live because it's it's much appreciation for that with that much muscle going on. And and I will say this on the pro stage. So Adele, he he took first place in pro bodybuilder. He did not in pro classic physique. And oh, no. he was he bigger touch. he was the bigger body on stage, but he was not the best body for that particular category. No, and no, his body he was could phenomenal. Touch that guy in those posing. Oh my goodness. That that junior, yep. wow, he was a senior out there. Let me tell you, he killed it. He, wow, uh, he he could make his muscles pop with each turn. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So I mean, guys, there's the difference, and I hope I hope you're catching it. Um, and and you probably also caught that we <laughs> we're on time. We are out oh, of time, no. and I have not Darn. even made it through the bottom of the list. But we are in danger of being cut off. So we're going to have to pick this up. Yeah, we are. We're going to have to pick this up next show. But with that being said, Kalen, last thoughts on tonight. Well, I know that somebody must have been sneaking my snickerdoodle to stay on stage that long and still keep winning. (laughs) And there you have it, folks. So just a huge congrats to everyone affiliated with the Minnesota Mayhem And until next time when we can wrap up this conversation, your body is a temple, so let's build it.